0: Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As experts, we know that people buy from people and work with people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So I'm so glad you're here because it's that time again now to really amplify how you show up in the world. Hi, Nick, and welcome to the podcast today. I'm so grateful to have you on board. I know how busy you are, especially at the moment. So um, thanks for jumping on.
1: Thank you, Jane. Really a pleasure to be with you. Gorgeous to see your beautiful face. Um, I'm so excited, not just excited to be doing this with you, but also to, I'm going to get to see, am I seeing you at PSA convention?
0: You, you definitely do. will. Oh. I will be on, on main stage at one, one point. So, yes. <laughs> one of the main reasons I'm
1: going, Jane, one of the main reasons I'm going. So, no, looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> you know, I think one of the things that you, uh, at Media Stable, and I'm going to ask Nick to share a little bit more about Media Stable, but, you know, you just you guys, especially you, you just show up. And for those who are going, what is PSA? PSA here in Australia is the Professional Speakers Association. And we have our national convention coming up very soon. And um, Nick and his team with Meet the Media, well, we've got Meet the Media event, but with Media Stable um, have been proud sponsors for the last couple of years. And, um, and we're just so happy to have you on board. You just show up and you feel like you're just part of, you feel like you've always been there anyway. So <laughs> you're part of the family.
1: But, the, you know, the crazy thing is I'm not even a professional speaker. I just love hanging around professional speakers. And uh, But you know what? It's because that community yeah. is such a wonderful community of people all supporting each other. And, um, you know, it's a, great, it's a great event. And I come away with so much learning, so much things to work with that uh, I applied into my own business. So it, it's, yeah. it's, it's the event of, of events.
0: Oh, I'm glad you get something out of it, too, because I think we all all can as experts. So for those who are listening on the podcast today, so uh, and perhaps if you're watching this as well, you might be watching this on YouTube, is uh, we interview people who work with experts in their field. And when I think about people who work with experts in their field, we interview lots of experts in their field, on, uh, and we talk a lot about branding and positioning. We talk about becoming an influencer. Uh, And one of the aspects that we talk about is how you build awareness of your brand and how you get out into front of, okay, well, if you're building awareness, you know, you're in front of audiences that perhaps haven't heard about you before. Um, And there's so many aspects to that. But before I get into how that fits into a practice and as part of a personal branded business and its growth... um, To share with you a little bit about Nick, as I said earlier, so Nick and his team at Media Stable, we've uh, partnered with them for the last, I think, probably into the last year or so at least, so 18 months, so it could be two years by now, Uh, and I've worked with Media Stable and the team, and I asked Nick today to come on because uh, Nick is the guru at this, and Nick, can you tell us a little bit about your background, the work you do with your business, which is Media Stable, how does it all work? So you're, a, how do you describe your business? What is it? PR? Is it media? Like, how does it kind of work? You've got a really, really unique business.
1: <laughs> it is. It is unique. Uh, thanks, Jane. And I think look, the the key behind it, um, Media Stable turns eight years in June, and uh, it was nine years if you count the beta testing of the year before. But what what it what it was and what it was always designed to do was connect experts and media, uh, the way that uh, media wants to connect with experts and the way that experts need to connect with media. In that, 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 there is the day of the press release, the day of you know getting free publicity and and ident- and, and trying to push a message across, just isn't going to be seen anymore. There is no mm. more. Uh, There's no one at the other end receiving press releases to go away and find out exactly who you are So to describe media stable as a business. Yes We are essentially a PR firm because we do connect media and experts But what we did was we flipped the system We didn't want to work with just five clients and, and continually promote those five clients within the media industry we want to work with 300 400 clients and be a source of content and experts for the media. So if we were to really say who we work for, we really work for the media. Mm. It's the experts that benefit from our work. So that's, that's how we sort of flipped it a little bit around that different look at PR. Mm. And it's now a communications bridge to connect with radio, television, print and online.
0: Great. And I think what I really love about what you do about that, you're so visible and you make that really clear. I think, you know, this message you have around connection, you're constantly, you're connected to so many of us who are experts in our field here in Australia. You're always not just, and you're in the media yourself often being interviewed sometimes, which is terrific. It's great to see you being interviewed because, you know, we go, oh, wow, that's Nick and that's how he says to do it. Yeah, like you know. But... I love what I love seeing that you do so well is you don't just it's very obvious to, to me that you are such a great relationship builder like you can see you always you're a, such a promoter of everybody like you're always putting your your connections those shows whether they're editors you're always putting them forward and putting people in the spotlight to be able to say, here's what these people can do. How great are these as well as connecting those experts with them. Um, Are there particular type of experts that you work with? with nick like some of the people who would be listening to this um podcast or video would be there's some go, oh, i don't know if they work with someone like me like do they really work with a leadership expert or do they really work with a resilience expert or do they really work with um uh, you know how do i know if what i've got is even relevant
1: oh look at jade it's, it's a perfect question because i work with everyone anyone right. that's got at least 10 years experience um we love working with the actual business owners themselves mm-hmm. uh, and the reason like working with business owners is because like, they're flexible, they're nimble, and also they can say what they really think. Yes. You know, I don't want to work with an ASX 200 company that represents a, a big, big brand because they're, they're held back by the brand. Yes. I want to work with business owners themselves that can actually make real commentary, and they're the ones that have got the feet on the ground. They're working in the trenches. Yes. So, that if, if you if any of your listeners and I know that you work with some absolutely wonderful people is that everyone who's got an opinion that can back it with some facts and evidence and wants to make an argument or wants to leave a legacy, wants to go away and make an impression, they're all experts. It's just a case of how they present it. And and again that facts and evidence, as long as it's not yes. look, we've only got really one expert in our time well, a couple actually, they're not they weren't that great, but Um, You know, if it's a climate denier, a climate change denier, I won't have books. I don't believe that. They're not reading the evidence. They're not looking at the science. But you talk about leadership experts and resilience experts, you know, what did we need right through December and January with the Australian bushfires? We needed leadership. (laughs) What do we need right now? We need resilience experts because we've got to rebuild. We've got to get back on track. So there's spaces for everyone. It's just finding that right media and that right expert to fix, fix and match together.
0: Right, and this is exactly what I wanted to ask you. There's so many questions I have for you today, because <laughs> I get asked these all the time from everyone we, that we work with. Um, talking about the type of media. So you've got, uh, you work with print, you work with like, so you've got places like the Daily Telegraph, you've got yep. Um, then you've got um, 4BC, you've got like a radio, then you've got television, so you've got Sunrise Today, like the connections and all the relationships that you have with all those. Um, all those, and then editors, like the Financial Review, like all those that I can think of, um, are they looking for... So whilst you've kind of got resilience experts, like you said, for this specific moment now... Um, are they looking for like the hot topic if it's a topic around resilience at the moment um are there any other specific topics or things that you find that come up repeatedly or those that are a bit more uh you know come and go type topics or um you know what do you find you know, i guess what and what are they looking for
1: Oh, look, they're looking for lots. I mean, it just it just depends. I mean, the media cycle itself is not that difficult to follow. Um, okay. You know, what, what happened this time last year is very much what's going to happen today. So okay. because it, we have our cycles, we have our movements there. Um, look, the big ticket items that we're always looking for, anything in the professional circles, anything white collar, um, you know, whether it be an accountant, law, um, health. Health is massive because mm. we're all about our health. We're all talking Mm -hmm. about what we should be eating, um, how much exercise we should be getting. Or, and and another thing is, you know, the amount of diseases and things that are going around us uh, Mm -hmm. at the moment, a little thing called coronavirus. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, (laughs) what do we do? How do we impact it? The fact that we're not going into Chinese restaurants here in Australia scares the bejeebas out of me because where's all that false information going around? So look, we follow cycles. Um, the, the tip to all your listeners is to follow the news, have a look what's going mm. on. Keep an eye on it and see what kind of con- contribution that you can make that's a mm. little different than just the average person out there. Or even still, if you have a slightly different angle or come about it from another way, then you're ready for news. You're ready to be an expert, you're ready to deliver your opinion. The other side of it is if you're a little bit thinking a little bit further ahead and want to be planning your content and planning your information look yes. at those dates that are coming up you know we're, we're fast approaching easter we're fast approaching also to i dare i say it mid-year all mm-hmm. of those things uh you know into financial year easter is holidays school holidays um celebration religious celebrations etc so you can find little places ahead of time that you might be able to make a contribution to and yes. that's planning and a little bit of strategy, but look, the media is always looking for fresh new talent. They're looking for those new opinions and views and everyone that's listening potentially is, is, is who they're looking for. They just don't know who you are. You've got to put your hand up and you've got to say, Hey, I'm here. And um, this is what I can do.
0: Right. And I think that's, that's such a valuable point, Nick, because I know from working with, with your team, you know, I, myself, I've been on sunrise. I've done, Um, quite a bit of media before coming to work with you and and sometimes what can happen is you go well I'm I do marketing and I do branding and I do but one of the things I had to do was go okay well what does it look like in the context of that viewer or that reader so whilst you might go okay well I'm an expert in blah but I don't know if you find this, but so for Sunrise, for example, or other other times if I've been on um, mornings on Channel 10 or something like that, I've had to talk about um, it's been the beginning of the year. So, I know, all right, early beginning of the year, people are talking about I hate my job. Do I really have to go back to this after um, school holidays? Uh, So, personal branding, communication, getting through interviews, um, getting through a career change... Um, Some of those things are are angles that I've come in on um, because I go, well, it might not necessarily be what I exactly help people with day to day, but I've got over 10 years experience in it and it's helpful in morning breakfast television. Like that's what they're sitting there going, well, how do I get help with this? Like what, or what do I actually do? So it's raising awareness, but you're still positioning yourself as the expert, which you are, it doesn't always necessarily mean that you have a coaching program on that thing.
1: It's such a good point where you're heading down that path of is that you don't have to be niche. You you know, you can be as broad as you possibly can be and that's what media is actually looking for. If we were all with our niches, we'd be a very, very small media and we wouldn't get very much attention at all. But because you've got that expertise, that knowledge, that background, and also to that broad experience of, of working in all different spaces, you wanna reach out to those. So the best advice I can give to anyone is don't be niche. Don't think that because you're, you're a leadership expert, you just talk leadership. You've yes. got lots of other underlying topics to be able to talk about. And then you can always bring it back to that. You know, yes. get your foot in the door is what we always say. We always say, get your foot in the door. It doesn't matter how you get your foot in the door. You can always lead the conversation back. Just don't do a politician where they ask a question and give a, an answer that's already pre-designed. You know, <laughs> what you want to do is give a response, answer the question, but if you can lead it back to your particular topic and your niche uh, expertise, all the better.
0: Right. And Nick, uh, that's even another question I think that comes up for people is, you know, uh, and I think this is what you as, at Media Stable do really well. There's two things that comes up. One is that, so how do I get on top of these opportunities? Like, um, and that's why we ref- I refer. Um, so we I've partnered with Media Stable to work with our clients because I'm not a PR expert. I can kind of, you know, I can see where it fits and can see the messaging or the angles to come in on. But the work that Media Stable do is just above and beyond what what I I've seen from any other agency that works with the media like yourselves do. So, so how do you how do you do that? Nick, like if I'm, if you're working with someone like yourself, so how do they find out about the opportunities and like, are they having to submit press releases to you all the time? Because I think that's the biggest issue that comes up all the time is like these people, experts are solopreneurs. They're like, they haven't got a whole, you know, marketing team that are just pumping out those sorts of things. So how do, how do you do it?
1: Well, first and foremost, as we've said already, is stand up, put your hand up and say, I can talk on these topics. So you've got to make yourself known for who you are and what you do. So mm-hmm. what Media Stable is, we do up a one-page uh, profile on you. And the very key thing about that profile is the keywords that you can talk about. Now, if we know that you can talk about whatever topic it is, then we can at least know to share it with the media. So a good example of that, Channel 9 uh, News yesterday rang Needed a great branding. They need a branding expert. Could have got you, Jane, but it was here in Perth. Um, but uh, talking about the Holden, Holden exiting the market, it yeah. was announced. Literally four minutes had been announced exiting the market. There have been a few rumours, but that was the official uh, note. Um, the Channel 9 wanted a branding expert to say, you know, what, what does that mean for Australia? What does that mean for the motor industry here in, in Australia? And, you know, where, what's the future look like? So within minutes, we've got a branding expert straight on there um, going into the studios that afternoon. And Mm. the fact is we didn't know who they were probably 18 months ago because they hadn't put that hand up, didn't know who to put forward, but the media can actually search our database and find you if that's your particular keyword and work out whether that's someone that they want to, you know, go to air with, write up, write up an article with get commentary from. Um, But look, the first thing, yeah, put your hand up. But the second thing is, look, you're not all going to be consuming media. So, you know, the reality here is that you want, to, you want to be able to get your expertise out and start marketing it to the media. And you do that through different opinion pieces, little thoughts and views that you might have. And we do that through what we call our media board. Yes. And every time we feed that out to the media, they may not pick it up right away. But all of a sudden, Jane Anderson, branding expert, is now in the faces of 700 key journalists around the country. They might now, but then all of a sudden, 3AW Tom Elliott wants to do an interview with you three months down the track because they'd seen something from you done in the past. So you are building. You've got to let yourself know. You've got to start amplifying your expertise because I can guarantee you one thing here, Jane. There's only one thing I can guarantee at media stage is that the media will not find you. They're not coming to hunt you down. Back in the day when they used to be able to, you know, uh, pull up a little black book and find you and see, you know, maybe all this, maybe you're good to talk to. There's no one in the studios anymore. There's no one in the production area to go away and do this for you. So we're we're doing that job for them and we're doing it
0: Yeah, I agree. And this is something that I was going to share for those who are listening. We've got people who listen who are our clients. um, And I I send this to them and say, listen to everything Nick just said today. (laughs) Go do that. Go do what he says to do. But something that That um, we implemented as a result of working with uh, Media Stable and Nick's team was I quickly realized that. um, So, when you're part of the team, what happens in part of when you're a client there, what happens is you you, every fortnight there's an email that comes out. Nick does a video spiel of this is what's going on, here are the topics, or here's what the media are looking for at the moment. So, you do a lot of education for your clients. Um, So, we watch that every fortnight. Um, and we've had a bit of a team change that so, so but this is what we were working on at the end of last year. Um, so we've just in the process of updating all this now. But um, one of the things that I implemented was for one of my team, instead of it bottlenecking with me, is that they also had to watch that that week. And we also have a meeting on a Monday in our practice. So we have um Mondays is all our like our big planning for the week, but we actually have a a meet we have a it's called Meet the Media. Uh, Sorry, we we call Meet the Media because we're so used to your um event which we're (laughs) going to talk about. How sticky is that? I've said it so many times. Um, uh, So we have a meeting in my practice once a week, which is the media it's the media meeting. So we go, what did Nick say this week? What should we get out to? And what are we noticing in the media? So my team's job, because I think this is what happens a lot with experts, everything from bottleneck with us. So there's some people that I would say in that are listening to this who have business managers and you might like to start to think about, okay, you've got to be aware of what's going on in the media. You can't just, you know, put your blinkers on. Watch what's going on. Read the news. All those types of things, um, but get your team aware and get them to watch this stuff because it will reduce the bottleneck. And so it will also allow you to be really reactive because it's not unusual to get a call from Nick or a call from Channel Nine, which I got, is um, we have this story we want to run and we need to run it tomorrow morning. Are you available? And you, if you want to be, if you want to do this work, you have got to say. Yes. <laughs> say,
1: yes 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 i am available say yes um, to everything say yes to everything and if you don't if you really want to say no then you, you're not you're not right for this but say yes not. to everything. if you're not ready for it get ready for it get you know, ready for it exactly do the, work, do the work that's needed get it there because yeah. it but the fact that you get asked, the fact that you're being invited on is an amazing opportunity because, you know, and I, I love this. You know, what you just said there, Jane, you know, what you're talking about is a content engine. Use your people around you. Yes. Use, use all the resources that are around you. You know, jump on Google Alerts, get your niche, get your, your expertise area and make sure that you're fully aware what's going around. I've got a lot of, lot of members that do not watch the news. They right. do not watch free-to-air television. They do not do that. But I tell you what, if they, if they, they'll get upset if they miss the opportunity to be speaking on it. And, and that's a reality check around here is that if we're all, you know, business owners, we're all heavily involved in our business. We're yes. not necessarily involved without, outside. But the yes. number one tip here to get yourself amplified, to get yourself talked about is to get into the news, get into the media. I mean, there is no greater social media post that you can do with a snapshot of you, the Jane Anderson, on the set of the Today Show, you know, demonstrating what she does and does best. And it just reminds everyone out there why we are working with Jane. And it also tells a few other people out there, why aren't we working with Jane? Right. Wow. So that's that's so important. And that applies to every expert that's listening here today. And by the way, Jane, I'm telling all the listeners out there today, you're all experts. I'm yes. putting a wand across you. Yes. But as long as long as you meet and reach those certain requirements, you've, you are a business owner. You've got something to say and yes. you can back facts and evidence. We're all experts.
0: And Nick, so this is a really good point that you make because a lot of people sometimes, I don't know if you find this, but some people are, oh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm an expert. I haven't written a book. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you get that, but I find for some, or equally they'll say, I've written a book. Now can I go on TV and talk about my book?
1: Very um, good point, what, Very what do good point.
0: You, find, do you, you must get so many people asked that question. What do you say? I've
1: got three libraries. I've got three libraries at the office, uh, all full of books. Um, so, the big mistake people make with books look, I love a book. First, first there's self published, there is published. Okay. So, published does carry that little bit of extra edge, but the, the self published, I, I, I really don't care if you've, you're a published or a self published. But what I do care about is what's in the book. I, I care about what you've got. Just because you've written a book, la da uh, And that goes for everyone, la da It's the best business card that you'll have ever produced. Well done. But what's in the book? The other second better, best advice I can give to anyone that's written a book or is about to write a book, build your expertise within the media before you deliver your book. Because guess what? Just because you've written a book is not going to get you on. And you want to build some reputation. You want to build some authority. You want to build a little bit of, uh, experience and knowledge in the media before you take that book to them because there is nothing better with a couple of interviews down the um, path and then all of a sudden saying Look, listen I've got a book coming out well then they'll invite you on to talk about your book
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you might as well you know get and there's so much you can do with getting known I know like even on for uh, being part of the media stable clients you know there's so much that you have that comes out that prompts us you know and even to say make sure you're loading your content this week like put it up and they don't have to be massive, big articles but they're just you know snip snippets so, and equally you know like you said like you don't and i think that's a really good way to kind of go okay I think the media tests you on what is relevant. And so when you're going to write your book, you know, if you've even had some of that experience to go, okay, well, at least I've got some idea of what the media want to be talking about. And it's not that you're always necessarily just, for, I mean, I, I get that the media aren't necessarily your client if you're an expert, but you. we have a, a part in, I say to people, what I say to the clients that we're working with as experts is, You need, and um, I definitely know there's experts in the media who uh, we've worked with and do this. Is even taking a piece of your database or going, who are all the experts that we meet? Uh, Sorry, who are all the media people that we meet? Who are all the producers? Like, what are we doing to keep them informed and up to date? Because ultimately, you get a sense of what people want, and you'll end up writing the book anyway. So you know, it doesn't doesn't always matter, but. Nick, the other question I get asked a lot and I have to ask you this is and what you say to people, um, is people that are thinking about going uh, going down this path and investing in their PR. And do you ever get the question where people go on to a, a show or they get interviewed for a magazine or a newspaper or whatever and they go, yeah, but I've got no leads. I'm going to yeah. get any sales out of it. So what do you find, I know what I say to them, but I'd love to know what do you do when you help people try and get their heads around, you know, you're not going to have a massive influx of people booking your next thing, or maybe you will, who knows? But I'd be really curious as to what your thoughts are on that and how you
1: help people. Well, back in the the days, Jane, when it was just one newspaper and there was radio and television, Um, the opportunity was a lot higher. I mean, you know, the the funnel of sales would be there because quite frankly, there was very little other competition out there and, and you could do very little. You couldn't jump on Google and find out what else is out there in the market. So generally what was on TV, radio or newspaper generally ran that way. But if if you've noticed, the newspapers are very thin. Um, There's a lot more competition in the advertising space there. Look, just because you've been on TV, you've been on radio, you've been in print, it doesn't automatically mean that you're heading down that pathway that the sales doors are, are going to be opened and the phones are going to be ringing off the hook. The reality check here is no. But what you're really doing is building a brand. You're building trust. You're building your authority in your space. And those little acts that you're building, each media engagement that you're doing is now making someone at the other end want to go away and work with you or want to purchase from you. They want to understand more about you, the business owner, the leader of the organization. So, um, you know, it depends. I've seen people, I've seen, uh, we've got a great one with Sam Jackson, who's our health coach. You know, she goes on and does a piece on Sunrise. Her books are filled for the next three months. She can't, she cannot take any more work. And and it depends on the product, the service, and what's going on there. But those days, it's the reason why the classifieds came out of the newspapers. The classifieds, those big, you know, you used to have to take a, a trolley to pick up the weekend newspaper. Now you, you don't even have to do anything like that anymore because it's uh, so thin. The reason yes. is... is of gold of classifieds that we used to go away and purchase things are all gone. Right. Uh, they're sitting on the net. But look, if they, if, if you go into it just for the purchase and for the buy and the sell, then you're already going in with the wrong mindset because yeah. you're really going in with the attitude that you just want a transaction. You don't want a relationship with your, with your clients. And mm-hmm. believe me, you know, anyone can do a transaction. Anyone can do a transaction. But you, it, it's, it's tougher to have a relationship with your client. It's tougher to build that authority yes. and also, to that authenticity around your product or your service.
0: Yes. I'm so glad you said that. And that's what I say to the clients that I work with because some of them will say, okay, now do I go and invest in, in PR or do I go and invest in working with programs like what you've got? And I say to people, let's look at uh, – are you, if, uh, the first thing I look at is revenue. Are you actually selling anything at the moment? Because what will happen is if you've got no revenue coming in, and you're trying to build your brand, and you're going to go on TV, what's going to happen is you're going to be very upset because all these people aren't suddenly rushing to buy your thing. Is you're a, it's a I think knowing the difference between a brand building exercise, like you said, trust, authority, credibility, influence, versus a transaction is they're two very different things and just understanding. So some people, if you get the opportunity, I know for me, I, I, when I started my practice, I had lots of opportunities that came, I was on, um, I remember being on um, today, tonight, and I did a full story with them. And, you know, I was very early in my practice, but that opportunity came to me. I I, I wasn't out investing a lot in PR or in media type work back then. So of course you're going to take the opportunity, but if, if you're really working this is I just really encourage people as you do Nick to just really look at it in the context of your practice is don't put yourself under so much pressure that you think, great, I'm going to go on here and I'm going to sell X amount of things off the back of this. This is a brand building exercise. This is about trust, influence, authority, authenticity and connection and credibility. And yes, it will help you in the long term with your revenue, but it's not like, media appearance sale it doesn't just doesn't work that way
1: and you've got to remember jane if you, if you want to sell your products and services go and buy advertising right. you go and buy exactly. advertising you can own that land you can yes. own that space. if you want to really change the way people think and you want them to start understanding that you're the authority you're the expert you're the leader in your industry yes. you better than anyone else then be in the media and yes. by being in the media doesn't want to sell your product for you. It's not designed to go in and say, hey, um, you, just because you've come on board, I'm going to be giving you all these uh, uh, new clients and, 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 and sell all these different products. It won't work like that. We're not here to do that. Media itself, you've got to think about its audience. An it audience wants to be educated. It wants to be informed and entertained. Yes. So you can do all of those three things. You're going to build a profile, an expert profile profile, that is and transcends above any kind of transaction transactions right. will come you, yes. know, if you build authority if you build yourself there if you're in for the quick and fast buck get out by advertising right. buy advertising space now now I, I don't know about you jane but and I, I i support advertising i think it should be part of your communications and and your marketing budget there but mm. i i think that if you can get into it not everyone can get into editorial not everyone mm. can be a part of the media yes. and it takes special talent to do that. And people recognise that. You know, you and I have got great friends, friends in, in Rowdy McLean and, and Marty Wilson. You know, yes. I, both of them say to me, and they hadn't been on TV for two years. And wow. they both said, I still have people come up to me and say, saw you on TV. Nice. And, you know, wow. The power of that is incredible. Now there's a very good chance that they hadn't seen them on TV. It was a very good chance they saw them on their website when they were looking up and doing their research on them. And all of a sudden, hey, what was maybe two years ago feels like yesterday. Yes. And that's, that's what we're doing here. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily the audience of that radio, that television and that newspaper at the time. It's, it's, it's when it's on our time, when they're yes. looking, at, looking at us as a potential buyer transaction, that they're doing their research and they go, I like that Jane Anderson. Yes. Look at her up on the Today Show talking her business now if i'm going to work with someone i want to work with someone that the media works with i want to work with the expert yeah. and, and yeah. what this is all about
0: and i think that's a really good point the, and it, it leads me to there's so much here to talk about <laughs> um around how uh, extending touch points of, of the experience. So if you're going, I did a blog a couple of years ago. I did a video blog when I came out at, straight out of Channel 9 and just walked through, here's what you need to do if you've got this type of opportunity. Because I don't know if you find this, but people will, when you've only got the one touch point, as in you go, oh, I've, I've been on Channel 9 today, I've been on Sunrise, I've been on today or whatever it might be the biggest opportunity that's missed in PR is the lead up to that event. So, you know, I don't know if you find this, but people just seem to not use it to its advantage. Like I've got the news crew rowdy the other day with his videos, he had all the photos of, you know, I'm preparing for this interview. They're coming today. Then he had the photos of the film crew there that day. Then he had the footage of being interviewed. Not only that, he told everybody it was on today. Then he also took that and he, um, then uh, repurposed that content and then shared that with all his social media audience, which is perfect. So just making the most out of the opportunity, don't just put it up or just rely on channel nine to be making the most of it really amplifying, which is what you keep talking about. Yeah.
1: I'm not allowed to have favorites, Jane, but I've got to say that Rowdy and that particular time, and I know that was through your training for him to go, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the guy had, had 120 comments on his LinkedIn post before he even went to air. And you know what? The media loves that as well. Yeah, Guess what? Yeah. We're, we're raising profile around a program. Now, um, I, I watched that piece um, and the media went to him. They flew to him, not him flying to them. Wow. Um, they'd done it in his backyard. Um, but what he did pre-interview, during the interview and post-interview was nothing short of brilliant. He got literally what was an eight-minute piece on weekend television and he turned it into an eight-day saga. And <laughs> I loved it. It's yeah. just... And it's everyone very, else loved it. If everybody it's, could do that
0: with every media piece... Oh, just Plus, you've got website, plus, and then you've got throwbacks of when I was on this last year and, you know, Facebook memories and all that stuff is, you know, just using it so much. And even I think if you're an expert is if you've you've done a media piece like that, put it into your online course or put it, you know, all those things. I'm always a big fan of repurposing content. That content that you've got is use it. Don't just let it sit on Channel 9's website. Get in and... Ask them for it. Ask them for the footage, um, the radio stations. Ask them what you can use. If it's print, ask for a copy of the article. Send it out to your clients. Put it in your next newsletter. Like, just get it out and um, because it helps you. It helps, you know, and you're able to obviously show that you're supporting that network as well or that show, um, And which leads me actually next to our um Final question. You've been super generous today, Nick, and I know I'm turning up your time. But I had so many questions. so time
1: as well for you.
0: <laughs> you so So, Nick, what I really wanted to um, take the opportunity was to ask you a bit about the Meet the Media event that's coming up. Because I've been to the Meet the Media event, and it's one of the I reckon it's one of the best value days uh, in the calendar. And after, and I will admit, like when I first heard about Meet the Media back when we met years yeah. ago, and I, and I heard about how it works, and so you and you're pitching to media and things. So I'll let you talk about how it works, but. And I'll admit, like, I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I could pitch to all these people and I don't know if I'm good enough and who else is going to be there. And, and I was so scared. And when I went, it was, it was a dream. It was amazing. So I really wanted to get you on to ask you a little bit about it. Can you share with us how it works? I will be there, by the way. I won't get to the Perth one, but I'll be in Sydney and Melbourne. So, but can you tell us a bit about your Meet the Media event and how it all works?
1: Oh, wonderful. And thank you for those very kind words, Jane. And, and look, it's, it's, it's not a case of being scared. You know what? It's, it's called, that's called adrenaline pent up, a little bit of anxiety. And if you didn't care and if you didn't feel that way, you wouldn't be ready for media. You know, yes. media is one of the most fun industries to be a part of. Only yes. because when you walk out of it, and I know that you'll have felt this way, when you walk out of just done a, a Today Show piece and you go, oh, I can conquer anything. So, look, the Meet the Media program, um, 19th of May in Perth, uh, 26th in Sydney, and the 28th in Melbourne. These are where we get to meet the key media in this country. So, for instance, Sydney, you've got ABC Q&A, 60 Minutes. You've got the Daily Telegraph. You've got 2GB. You've got the Sydney Morning Herald. Um, You've got really big ticket item media there that are the decision makers. They're also you and talk to you about the media cycle how it works how it operates and where you might fit in within the media cycle see mm. one of the i love what you first said about media stable around our education we are very big on educating people to take yeah. power here empower yourself to be mm. a part of this it's nothing to be scared of there's lots of smokes and mirrors when you're dealing with pr because they do keep their ip very close to their heart and yeah. they don't want it too much I want to give it to you we yeah. basically empower you to go you know what you are in control of your own media destiny yes. media stuff. sure enough you know we've got programs that can help and support you make that happen but yes. we want you to be better at it And if you're better at it we're better at it so it's a beautiful situation where media comes along and they re- they want to meet you and yeah. the reason they- is what <laughs> without you without you the expert They've got no one to talk to. <laughs> highway media. Yeah, so, you know, the, the, there is a misconception purely for the fact that, you know, it's so difficult to get in. And media, if you've ever dealt with them, and I, I dare say, Jane, this will be a, something that a lot of people will have felt. I've reached out to media. I've put content out there. I've got nothing back. They've yeah. ignored they don't care about me. I must be insignificant. I might as well pack up now and finish my business because the media doesn't want to talk to me. Well, that's not the case at all. Nothing like that at all. In fact, if anything, um, media just doesn't have the time to get back to you. They that's get 400 right. pictures a day and yes. they've got to work out. They're going to take their two or three. Yes. So what media does is essentially makes that connection. It puts real people in front of each other. And, and it's when you make that eyeball-to-eyeball connection, uh, yes. you... Um, in a real one and and this is when they start to realize and recognize oh I could use you in my program yes. I need the commentary on a piece that's coming up later this week in fact next month we're doing a special on this I would like to be talking to you so the fact that you've made a connection you put your hand up and this is what you can do um, so we've understood the media cycle the, the pitching side is not difficult it's not hard it's just about I'm Jane Anderson. I can talk branding with you. I can talk about this. But did you know that as we enter into 2020, a good 30% of us are going to be looking at new jobs and new opportunities Mm. and my position on it. So little pictures and little help, you know, to to go away and let media know who you are and what you do. These events are critical for it. So we've got the project. We've got the uh, Channel 9, 7 and 10, Chief of Staffs. We've got um, the age We've got uh, one of the radio stations, 3AW. All the talkback radio stations are there because guess what? They need people who can talk. Yes. So it's a win-win situation for everyone. The media walks away with new contacts, new people to work with. Yes. And the way with, I just made a connection that would probably take a good two or three years to make all right. with all that in the room. Oh, in one cool. yeah. day.
0: Yeah. And you know what I was most... I'm surprised about when I went. So, for those who are going, so how does this kind of work? So, the way that it works is that um, you listen to, there's a, some QA. I don't know if you're doing a similar sort of process, Nick, but that when process- I went, QA. and So these these people of the media, they're there. They're sharing the insights about what's going on in the media, and what they're seeing, what their audiences are requiring. They talk about um, how just how they operate, like their day to day world, like just how how they receive information and in emails. Like you said, the thing that I was um, really interesting. So was that we got to work with uh, people who were from um, like people, whether it's Channel 9 or whether it's the Today Show and the producers of these shows. So we were sort of in circles and in groups and being able to share our expertise and our pitch or our angle. And But we got a little bit of briefing and we got some information. You said you've got some education coming out on what we need to do to prepare to come along. And um, but the best thing was that was uh, there was so much nicer than I thought they were going to be. I was like, oh, they're going to say this is so crap and I'm so not not doing this. But what they would, what they, what what I loved about how, the, how they were so respectful of every person that was in that group and not just that, but what they did was they said, they asked questions. So there was some people that they said, do you do anything like this? And they'd say, okay, so here's what, and they gave them feedback and say, look, the angle you're coming from is probably i would come i would come this way and so they would give them feedback and give them a solution it wasn't just no next (laughs) like it was they were super accommodating educational informative insightful and helpful for every single person that i was involved in in each group that i went through it i was just in awe it was amazing I,
1: i love that jane and that's exactly what we go for yeah. Because actually, the, the, there's a couple of little facts here and misconceptions around media. Media, they're not, they're not, you know, they're not rodents. They don't want to stick, you know, yeah. their, their claws, <laughs> and they're, they're they're actually really nice people. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is, you know what they? You know why they enjoy meet the media so much? Is because they're in a room for five hours talking to people that might enhance and work their business yeah. and work. Perfect. Because. Guess what they're doing when they're back in the office? They've got no time at all to do this at all. So uh, I've had media walk up to me at the end of an event and say, we should be paying you to come to this, not us. paying us. I'm going, thank you. Let's work on that model. But but the the gorgeous thing is that they have fun themselves. And I I always heart back on this. Enjoy your media experiences. Embrace them. Love them. Because they, they're few and far between in most cases. You're not going to be on the Today Show every week. You're not going to be on Sunrise. Now, you're on the Today Show every week if you're a paid employee of Channel 9 and the Today yes. Show. But you are an expert. You're a commentator. You're a person of interest for the media. They've just got to know who you are, how you can do it. And the beautiful thing about Meet the Media, if you're not right for their show, they'll say, go away and work with that one. I reckon that's the place that you need to be. And you know, the other thing, Jane, I've got, I could talk to you for hours on this. Um, I love love it when two competing media actually start fighting for the (laughs) X. Oh, my God. It's unreal. It is fantastic. And the reason it is, is because all, all of us have a yarn and a story to tell. Some of us don't actually know it. They don't actually know the backstory that is really interesting to media. Media needs to deal with human stories. Okay. So a lot of us, a lot of us have got a mindset. I must sell this. I must get rid of this. I must do that. Forget about that. Start giving yourself. Now, when we start giving ourselves, we start to build bigger circles and bigger communities and start subscribing to the way that person thinks and feels. And when we start doing that, other people start referring us. Other people start talking about us in another way. And if you're here, if you're doing this, if you're doing this, there's no greater amplification, I mean, I don't know that if there's even a a beautiful copywriter that could put together the most beautiful pamphlet about how wonderful we are and how good we are on TV or a piece to radio or a print media. One of the best tips we give to all of our experts is when you do appear in the media, send them a personal note, send them the article, send them the little radio interview that you've done or the television piece that you've done and ask for their opinion, ask for you know, what did they think on the topic? Because you're, you are important to me. You're an important part of what I do. I really want your thoughts around it and do it authentically. Do it, do it, do it in a way that, you know, you really want their opinions and views. And I guarantee you that little piece of media will be the greatest, greatest source of income that you will ever have. And it will continue to work for you for years. I've just Mm -hmm. reposted that I did on Sky, uh, sorry, on, um, on Qantas radio with Alan Kohler four years ago, five years ago. It's yeah. had another 40 odd views, listens. It's like, you know, it's, it's as relevant back four years ago as it is today. Yes. And, it, and it can continually be used. Doing media is about building assets and these are the assets for your success. That's such it's a great
0: un- way to look at it. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it and it is, it's an asset. And I think, you know, we're teaching people around content, content creation, we've got content boot camps, all that sort of stuff, um, is you've just made me realise that uh, not... it's Because we do talk about content as assets and this is a really big part of that asset bank and it's a really highly valuable asset piece that you can use over and over um, and the return for your business is super high. So, um, So for those who... Nick, you have been above and beyond generous, as you always are. Nick, you're always such a champion for experts. And um, I know I speak for a lot of experts and particularly some of those who would be listening um, who uh, so appreciate the work that you do for all of us and uh, for connecting us with opportunities, not just because it's about being on TV and saying, I'm such a rock star. It's about that we're so committed to having an impact. We're committed to the work that we do we do this work because we're trying to change the world and, um, and we're so grateful for people like you that are around us to help us connect us to get to those people who need our help, so.
1: Thank you, Jane. And look, can I just leave you with, one, with some, just some final words there? And Look, I, you know, I can talk to you for hours. I can talk to you for hours, Jane. I know, right? Always. <laughs> we generally do. When we go offline, we generally will. We do. But, um, <laughs> look, I think, look, everyone out there, believe in yourself. Take a, take, take a risk, take a chance. Yeah. Um, back yourself you you are you are what you do and, and if you've got any doubts as to whether you can do this or not just just have it have a have a deep think about you know if I don't do it what what will I regret later on you know yeah. go at it I can tell you now that there is a lot of experts out there that have had a go and say, you know what this is not right for me right. you know but at least I've worked it out that it's not right for me um, Meet the media is a great opportunity to work out if this is a space for you. And I've had as many people come in and do very well with media. And a lot of people walk away and say, you know what, I probably, I've got a greater understanding of this now and you've probably just saved me five years of heartache and paying a PR firm. Uh, this is not really the right place for us and I, I understand this now because it's education. But I don't want people to go in with that kind of mindset. I want them to come in and go, you know what, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm an expert, if I'm a business owner, if I'm someone that's got something to say then I've got to find out how it all works. I've got to go in it with and, and know and understand that I can go away and change my direction and mm-hmm. let let's media know that I can actually work with you. And if you've put your hand up, media won't say, no, automatically say, Hey, I'm going to work with you. But what they will do is going to, I do know you. And one of the they great mean, lines, yeah. one of the great lines you use with any sort of first line in any connection or engagement that you have with uh, media is, Hi, Jane, I met you at Meet the Media. And that first line just says, you understand me as media because you sat down and listened to what media cycle the media cycle is all about. And you also know the time constraints that I'm under, et cetera, and my expectations. But also, too, you've taken the time out to come and understand what we're doing. And that time and investment that you make is going to pay in spades. Yeah. And look, for those who
0: are listening, I agree. I know for me, it was the best... 500 bucks I've ever spent. So I would highly encourage you, even if you're in a state like because the events are on, can you just tell us those dates again, Nick? Yeah, the- so,
1: Sydney, uh, so Perth, Perth's the 19th of May, Sydney will be the 26th of May, and uh, Melbourne will be the 28th of May. Okay. And if you, uh, and Jane, if you use the code up until, I don't know when this is going out, but if you use the code up until the 23rd of February, that's yeah. this coming Sunday. Yeah. Um, you use the code mediastable stable twenty twenty, you'll yep. get a hundred dollars off that ticket.
0: Cool. So wow. only available
1: twenty third of Feb. It's Media Stable twenty twenty.
0: Uh, and we're okay.
1: encouraging you all if you live in Brisbane, fly down to Sydney. That's fly awesome. down to you know It's so it's easy
0: you know, you don't even, if you can't afford to even go the night before, just go down the morning. It'll sleep on the way home. Don't worry about it. Just get the early flight, <laughs> take your notepad, get ready, get organized, go with your questions, think about your pitch, you know, all that sort of stuff, but it will be hands down one of the best days you've ever had. Thank you so much, Nick, for jumping on today. We really appreciate your generosity. Thank you again for the code for people who can jump on that and um, be able to score off a hundred dollars off.
1: ticket. Yeah.
0: that incredible so jump on there jump on the meet the uh meet the media you've got the meet the media event jump on the media Stables website have a look around they have some great programs for working with experts i can highly endorse them i refer all my clients i don't get referral fees by the way so i just um, i just send people there i just go they'll look after you and I, I i know that they get looked after so um so thank you again and uh we can't, i look forward to seeing you at meet the Media.
1: Oh Jane, can we have a hug? Can we have a hug? Can we have a big hug? A <laughs> hug. Yeah. Oh.
0: Jane, what a, what,
1: and it's just sincerely what a pleasure to be speaking with you. Can't wait to see you in Adelaide and uh, can't wait to see you at Meet the Media. Yes. Um, there's a few new producers to meet, Jane, because that's okay. if there's one thing that does happen in media, and this is the other little struggle, is that oh, it media found a lot. And yeah. again, all about relationships. Forget about sending out blanket press releases. Start, send, start sending to your relationships. Yes. And when the relationship... And there's, and there's a mutual relationship there, you are going to win. That's, that's all media. There's, there's no tricks to it. There's no smoke and mirrors. It's no. all about... Yeah. And content.
0: And content. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you jumping on today, Nick. And uh, good luck with the events and I'll see you there.
1: Good on you, Jane. Thank you very much.